0: I mean, How was uh you went to uh you 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 visited some friends? Yeah, right? man, I was in the middle of the wonderful Peoria, Illinois. Hell yes, brother! It's, it's a town. <laughs> <laughs> one one of the towns of all time. Yes, it
1: it is. a I think it's technically a small college town at this point. I don't remember. Oh, Bradley University is there, but. Since it's the summer, there's no college kids there, and also Bradley University is small, so it's not like you know a Bloomington, Indiana, which is like a small town, yes, but it's a huge college town, that kind of thing.
0: Hell yeah, college town, no college kids—that's what you like to
1: see. Yeah, man, walked around, played a bunch of Pokemon Go, forgot <laughs> to put eggs in my incubators, so I got all these steps for fucking nothing. Is great. It was a great oh, time. Oh
0: no. Man's playing Pokemon Go in 2022. Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> How was it though? Do you feel refreshed? Yeah, it
1: was nice to see some friends. Um, I'm exhausted though from driving for three hours again, or right? two times in three days. But um, it was fun. We, you know, had some had some bevs. Saw the sights of the town. Watched the local baseball team kind of get their ass kicked. It was it was wild. <laughs>
0: So I, I was actually I was thinking about this earlier today. Um and not to say the concept is foreign to me necessarily, but um I know you said that you while you were out with your friends, you guys saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Which we, we probably won't talk about at least much on the episode today. But uh I've been playing a lot of video games while you've been gone. Like oh. a lot. <laughs> um what what do do you feel like like you're ready to come back and and play some games where 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 are you at with with your media right now what's what's your jam i'm just
1: watching a lot of shit i actually and it's not all anime <laughs> be proud of me <laughs>
0: oh yeah the, the new anime season just started too so yeah
1: yeah uh i don't give a f- kind of fuck and shit to play games right now um mostly cuz there's not a whole lot out that i is very um intriguing to me that all right. Also, it's just like a dead period when it comes to like big AAA games. There's like literally nothing coming out for what till September, so not much on the games front. But uh, which means I'll probably try
0: Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> no, don't do that.
1: <laughs> well, don't
0: like, don't don't be an inroad for me to start that. I tried to.
1: I was gonna play or at least start it like uh what. At this point, a month, month and a half ago. And I made my account, and then it never confirmed my account. So it was like, my, my email address is, my account is like in purgatory. So I couldn't actually download anything, because I needed to verify shit, and I never got verification stuff. So I kind of just decided to say, fuck it, I'm, I guess I'm not playing Final Fantasy. But I might uh, give it another go, and see, Gunner might be able to help me if, if i say hey gunner if you help me figure out my account i'll play final fantasy 14 he'll probably just <laughs> jump into our podcast chat and just be like okay i hear you i'm here what can i do to help
0: yeah if there if there's uh if there's one thing we know about final fantasy 14 players is uh they're, they're like zombies those people you know they will know. <laughs> they will grab onto and make anyone as Invested into the game as they are given the chance. I don't know
1: if zombie is the
0: best uh I think it's the analogy, best but it's something
1: something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I on the other hand, the the Steam summer sale just wrapped up, which uh I think we're we're both a little disappointed with the execution of the summer sale over the years. Um, well, I mean I yeah. did not I didn't buy a whole lot for myself, but I did pick up this dope little game for three dollars called Heat Signature. Kinda yeah. like Kinda of like Hotline Miami with more of a physics sandbox. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Also, I picked up Vampire Survivors because everyone's playing that these days. Isn't that on Game Pass? Don't don't tell me that. I'll don't I'll don't it. tell me that now.
1: I'll look it up while you vamp.
0: Technically, I think I'm I'm still well within my rights to get a refund on that. But also again, it was like only three dollars, so I probably won't bother. Not like I can pick up anything for three dollars now that the sale is over.
1: Oh. If if my if my thing would load.
0: Oh no, your Game Pass won't load. Oh. And and now I have to vamp. No, nothing there. Is it an EA game? Okay,
1: it's not. There was some game I thought that was like I had a similar title to Vampire Survivors that recently came to Game Pass.
0: There definitely has been a different vampire-named game oh. recently, but oh, I do also... Game...
1: Vampire Survivors? Yeah, it's in Game Preview.
0: Oh, because it's like, it's still in active development. Yeah, but I can install it. Well, well, fuck. I wasted, <laughs> I wasted my $3. Uh, damn you, Game Pass. I'm still paying for you.
1: This is why... I don't give a shit about the Steam Summer Sale because I have Game Pass, and also (laughs) it's been the same games for like a decade that have been on sale.
0: Yeah, I miss the days of the Summer Sale when things were a little bit more dynamic and they had like countdowns to when the the hot deals would change. I feel like I discovered a lot of really cool games just by having Steam thrust something into the spotlight for a minute.
1: Yeah, I I, I would agree. I I I found... I mean, I bought a shit ton of games way back in the day on the summer sale that I've still probably, I don't think ever played, but I was like, oh, this game that looks cool and at one point in time was pretty popular is only like $5 or under. Yeah, I'll buy it
0: and maybe yeah, play Yeah, I, I bought so much shit for $5 in high school and never touched it. Yeah, I, I bought Spore. Don't. Oh, no. Don't
1: ask why. I played it for, I think, let's see, that's my play time. 47 minutes.
0: <laughs> and that is the playtime of a man who did not get out of the tutorial
1: yes uh, i got out of the tutorial and then it was like okay now you're this little amoeba go go <laughs> forth and went i don't want to play this game <laughs> 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 this is not what i want to do
0: <laughs> Yep, yeah, i know that feeling um but yeah i think the only the only triple A release that I think is on my radar, at least off the top of my head, is we did finally get a confirmed release date for God of War Ragnarok. And that's coming out in November. Yes. Which means you and I got to scrounge up 250 each and get a PS5. But we just got to be able to find a PS5. Yeah, that's also true. Like, Like, honestly, the minute either of us sees a PS5... We should throw it on a credit card and then be like, hey, give me 250 when you can.
1: Oh, yes. That's what I've been planning to do. I just never find one. I mean, we, we should get someone to link us one of their bots and and then, we'll, <laughs> like, that's going to be the easiest way to actually, actually get one.
0: I'll sign a contract to swear that we will not buy more than one PS5. I don't want more than one. Yeah, but then we could scalp it. And then buy an Xbox One S. Why? Why? Literally, know. why?
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's like almost nothing we could play on that that we can't just play through PC Game Pass at this point.
0: That's true. That's true. We, we, as individuals, have no reason to purchase a new Xbox, and, and there is no better feeling in the world.
1: Unless you just want to have the hardware, which, why? At this like I'm trying to get rid of a bunch of old shit at the moment. Like, I, I've i made this like weird decision um, with how much manga that I have currently, where I'm like, mm, mm, there's some of these series. Do I really want to buy all of it? Mm. And ones that I have a bunch of, do I ever wa- do I actually want to keep them? Because I just look over it almost. I have every volume of My Hero Academia that's out already, and I just go, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna want to keep this. <laughs> I'm just like, well, there's 30 volumes out right now, and I have all 30, and I'm like, mm, this is a, ooh, yikes, big yikes.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that is the shittiest part about growing and changing as an individual, because I also generally like to collect things, and I, I recently really downsized on a collection I have had for most of my life. And then had an epiphany about a different collection that's just sitting in a box like ten feet away from me. <laughs> and then I look over at my stack of records and I'm like, give it five years and I'm gonna sell all of these. Yeah, I I
1: think going forward, like there's some I don't know why I'm buying where it's, where it's like, well the, the the worst thing is buying shonen jump halfway through its run. Because or starting to buy a shonen jump manga at least on the manga side specifically because like where my my hero is now i'm like i'm never gonna fucking reread this like the way it's gone i don't care to like reread it so it's like if it's not a series that i would like yeah i would reread this at some point i'm not you know i don't want to i don't why would i own it like i have half of food wars and i'm like probably gonna get rid of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what what do you do in that situation do you like because like I mean you've talked about wanting a shelf for all your manga. So clearly you would like a collection probably curated for quality. So then, like do you just hold on to a symbolic volume 1 of those manga or do you just chuck them entirely? Mm, see that's what I've been trying to figure out. It's like I don't know what to do with them. Especially like with My Hero
1: cuz I like said I have 30 volumes of it and I'm just like um can I sell these? Does somebody want them? <laughs> like do I just take it to uh, half-priced books and see what Bruh, they give me. You will me. get five dollars for all thirty volumes. That's shitty, cause that's what each one's about ten bucks. It's like three hundred
0: dollars. I mean, if they take manga, you probably you might get more than five dollars, but but you you really get you you do not get a good deal. Like I know the meme is that like GameStop gives you pennies for your games, but half-priced books is even worse.
1: I mean, it is. A you book do one. not
0: get shit. It, it
1: it is just a fucking book. So like, I don't really expect. <laughs> I don't really expect to get money back. I don't, like I'm not going into this going, oh I could sell these and make some money. No, I'm like I just want to, I'm going to want to get rid of them like soon. Yeah, you just want them
0: <laughs> gone. Yeah. Imagine if you took your vast collection of My Hero Academia manga and you dropped it off at Goodwill. I was thinking about doing that. That'd be crazy. If you stumble Honestly, I if I stumbled upon any manga in a Goodwill, that's already crazy.
1: Yeah, dude. That, that'll make Goodwill a killing because people will buy that. Except it'll be one, one version of each, each chat or each volume. So, like, if someone comes in and buys, I'm going to buy volume 17 just to fuck anyone else over who wants to buy these.
0: Or, <laughs> well, like, they also, like, whoever's running the Goodwill clearly has no idea what they have, so they price it like a mom at a garage sale in the early 2000s. <laughs> and it's just like, um, yeah, 15 for all of it.
1: Yeah, I, see... This the downside of me like only reading Monster Musume through the physical manga is that I have every volume of Monster Musume and I'm like I th- this was a mistake. You should have just read it online and and not physically bought this.
0: That is the portrait you are portraying to the world. Yeah, yeah. I read and collect Monster Musume. Yes, I love it. It's great. Take
1: away all the sex, it's still great. Hell yeah. Wait, is there... We'll
0: it's talk not authentic. like
1: actual porn, but like people get people getting fucked all well, the time. Yeah. It's gotten worse, <laughs> worse being like much more frequent with other people, not main character Coon, because he's saving himself Damn. for all of the monster girls in his house. yeah um, Long story short, but yeah, they there's a whole arc with the Limeas, the snake people, where they just literally fuck men to death. Damn, and I'm like, oh my god, this is getting This is some crazy shit. Okay, well,
0: why are we still talking about this? This is they they hit that death by snoo snoo shit. <laughs> yes, yeah. Speaking of like- speaking of episode sixty nine, baby. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's the sixty nine content right there.
1: <laughs> Fucking monster musume shit. Fuck <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Hey, speaking of fucking though, speaking of absolutely egregious fucking. Uh the boys just rapped.
1: <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> hey, am I wrong? I mean that that was Hero was an interesting episode. It certainly was an episode. Um I was talking with someone I think at work about this where we were like, ah, yeah, you know, I I, well, I I, do think the marketing for Herogasm was done purposefully so that when you then actually watch the episode, you're kind of like, oh, this wasn't as fucking crazy as they made it seem to be. Because, like, can you imagine that episode just coming out with no, like, no warning? And, it, like, <laughs> the mainstream media would have gone fucking bananas at a show doing something like that, but they kind of like got ahead of it. Cause then you watch it and you're like, okay, you don't even really see that much. There's some titties. Great. Cool. You can clearly tell they're fucking, but it's not like actual <laughs> porn. Yeah. I
0: mean, really the watching. worst of it was like, uh, the implied incest between the hosts. That oh, I think yeah. was happening. Well, and, and the,
1: I mean, I thought the worst, I thought the, Oh, op- the thing that happens in episode one was much worse than anything you see in HeroGasm. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, I clench every part of my body thinking about that. If that were me, like, I <laughs> no, I don't want anything in there. No, Ugh. just
0: don't, just don't think about it.
1: You don't Ugh. have to. I can't, I can't stop that. <laughs> oh God.
0: <laughs> um. So, so I yeah, I wanna, I wanna talk full spoilers about the boys because I got, I got some gripes with the finale. Um, although, so so you you just binged all of the boys. You you were not watching until this season. So uh, impressions, what do you think of this
1: season? Uh just in general. I uh, I don't know why I hadn't been watching it before. Um, it's really good. Um, I th- I, th- I think it could have been better marketed i because thinking back i know i saw marketing for it but i think a lot of that was because i know jackson was watching it so when i was rooming still roommates with him him and meg would watch it so i i saw some of the beginning of season two when season two came out but and i remember some of the marketing for the boys when season one came out and seeing homelander and and all that but i don't feel like they did a well enough job of marketing exactly what kind of show this is because it's if they did I think a lot more people our age would watch it now granted I've since come to know a lot more people who were watching it um but but as a whole yeah it's it's very I, I love seeing shows even though I feel like we've gotten a lot of them recently where you take uh what How people would view superheroes, and then if you put them in the real world, th- they basically just make them like pseudo-celebrity, not pseudo, like celebrities, except with the power to just murder people. And you just see how, yeah, most of them would probably be pretty emotionally fucked up, um, having that kind of power, and then also trying to live like a normal person. And getting to see the crazy fucking shit that happens in this show, <laughs> how gory it is, and Just man, people just explode. (laughs) It's it's really entertaining to watch. Um, I do think it has had some issues in pacing with amongst the episodes where I don't always feel like every minute of every episode is like great, and there's some slow parts that kind of try to do some character building that they then later decide to just throw out the fucking window and make you go, "Why would we even see that?" But Every episode basically ends on a uh, a cliffhanger to make you go, "Well, I'm watching the next episode." Regardless of what I thought about <laughs> like 15 minutes of this episode, I'm I'm going to keep going. So, it is I, I am quite a fan and I will definitely be watching it for however many more seasons we might get.
0: Yeah, and honestly, as much as I do enjoy the boys, I I hope I I kind of want the next season to be the last one. M- yes, I can I agree. And if not, definitely no more than 5.
1: Well, that was one thing I I went into before you saw the very last the, the the basically the the cliffhanger of what next season's gonna be about before they showed that I'm like I don't where are they gonna go like they, I I figured they would set us up and they do but uh, my initial thought was I don't really know where we're going based on how certain storylines are wrapping up but I I definitely have some thoughts on some additional directions shit might go in which we can get to that once we get done talking about the rest of the season
0: yeah and uh, and i agree with you i think i felt the same way and this might just be me with tv i felt the same thing about stranger things before i started this new season that i feel like i never really remember the time spent watching the show itself because like episode by episode it it's kind of okay but then there's just some scenes that are really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen an episode of The Boys that I'm like, yes, that is a good fucking episode. You know? Oh, I,
1: I felt that about Herogasm. Like, okay. start, start to finish, I thought Herogasm was probably one of their best episodes. Just because... And, and it didn't really have anything to do with the giant orgy, like yeah, that was interesting. And that whole scene was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm, I am mean, this is like in my brain now. I'm not going to unsee this. But I just felt like the pacing from start to finish was great on that episode. And, and mm. definitely on the top tier of episodes for the show as a whole.
0: Sure. I just think that generally certain scenes stick out more to me than anything else. Um, yeah. And, And that that is especially true in the finale where I felt like there was a good collection of scenes that for me did not come together for a good whole.
1: Yeah, I think some of that, at least for me, was because like at the 40 ish minute mark, the episode's essentially over. But then we have (laughs) like 15 to 20 more minutes of like conclusion wrap up stuff that is kind of all over the place. I, I didn't think it flowed very well. I mean it was it was set again setting up where it was gonna probably go going forward, but it just kinda was like, okay, we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that and then we're gonna do this. And it it didn't there was not really good flow.
0: Mm-hmm. So I do wanna I, I wanna I wanna just jump into spoilers on the last episode. Unless do you have some larger thoughts about the season? Um, I'm really just kinda what I
1: mentioned when talking about the show as a whole as I feel like in this season might have been a little worse at doing this than the other two seasons but it just seemed like on the whole they tried to give us a lot of character development for I guess more minor characters even though they're all main characters and then it kind of just all gets thrown out the window at the end like they were like oh well I know you want to do this to get your revenge or a lot of it's just revenge is stupid and pointless and you don't feel good if you get it anyway was like the whole theme they were going for but you know they they set a lot of these things up for people to do certain things to get quote get revenge and then it was like nope you don't get to do that and you have to just live with it I'm like okay well what? but then why why'd you spend all this time trying to build that up <laughs> I I don't know I I that was one of my issues with the season as a whole, um, not that it was like made it bad. It was just kind of like an interesting decision by the showrunners to to have that be the way things played out. But other than that, yeah, we can jump into the into spoilers.
0: Yeah. And that's pretty much my gripe with the season finale as well. I, I feel like if I could start with Homelander, I feel like he's the only character that actually did have any significant growth this season. That was like actually pushed in literally any direction. Everyone else kind of feels like they ended where they started.
1: I don't think, what's the, what's our main boy's name? Huey. Huey, I think Huey had character development. He, he became okay with not having superpowers.
0: That's true, but that was also a conflict that was introduced this season.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And they did kind of just throw it at you like out of nowhere. But from that standpoint, I think he did have some good character development in this season.
0: Yeah, and and yeah, I like I'm I'm not gonna sit in the camp and say that literally nothing has changed. That season yes. three couldn't have happened. Like things definitely did advance, but just to your point about the way things were built up, none of it felt like a significant payoff. For yeah, uh, that being said, I enjoyed significantly that at the start of this season we had. Homelander on the back foot coming back from the end of season two where like um I, Edgar, Gustavo Fring that guy who is the head of Vought you know he, he had Homelander on the really tight leash even though there's the constant threat of like Homelander could literally snap and kill all of us every single one of us at any moment but yeah, then they get rid yeah. of him and then Homelander doesn't go on a rampage but you do see him build up Towards like, you know, there's the very obvious MAGA satire that like Homelander is becoming a Trumpian figure and he's a symbol for the alt-right. And by the end of the season, his followers are just straight up okay with him murdering a protester.
1: God, that, that, and, and then it's, it's the fact that it's MM's, uh, wife's ex-wife's new husband I was just like god damn it I hate that
0: dude he that
1: dude is going to die next (laughs)
0: season I hope so um but I I I did genuinely like where like I feel like since the end of season one the seven has not ever been the seven they've never been the seven at any point but especially now there's three the seven the seven is like what the fuck are we doing like, it's Homelander, The Deep, and A-Train. And that's the superhero team. And, and A-Train is
1: like, they're in quotes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he, 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 they're clearly setting up for him. Actually, I won't be shocked if he somehow ends up being the one that kills Homelander. Going I would forward. fucking hate that. Oh, but see, they're, they're setting up like... Uh, a Train's gonna get some, I don't wanna say redemption, but his payoff, he's gonna have some payoff. He's not gonna A Train
0: get... doesn't deserve redemption. Exactly. Hot take.
1: Exactly. That's why they're gonna give it to you. That's why they're gonna make you get it. Cause the way this goes is it never goes the way you want. It's like <laughs> how Game of Thrones when Game of Thrones was at its best, it was like, Yeah, shitty people win, but like this isn't necessarily as shitty. I mean, A Train's done some fucked up shit, but it would be just ironic and kind of funny if he ends up finding a way to be the to, to kill homelander
0: that's true so then you know one of those one of those really good scenes i want to talk about is when homelander is firmly establishing dominance over Vaught and the 7 in the last episode where he has a train deep and um i don't know her name but the, the woman that lady. was like yeah He's got them in the room, and just one by one, he's like, do this. Kill the vice president. Take off your wig. I forget what he told A-Train to do.
1: Uh, um, I don't think he said anything to A-Train. It was just like, you're not my family. And A-Train's like, whoa, fuck, shit. Okay. Um, weird.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that whole scene was awesome. Like, the wig reveal for the woman, like, constantly ripping her hair out, that was amazing. Deep being such a fucking sycophant for Homelander just because he needs to be in the seven. Going so far as committing some light treason by drowning the vice presidential nominee. Fucking crazy. It was the president's nominee, or the guy running for
1: president's most likely pick to be his VP.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a potential running mate is what it was. Yes, yes. Um, that was dope. That was an amazing scene. Now, what happened right before it, when he kills, when Homelander kills Black Noir, also a really good scene in a vacuum, really powerful for those two characters, given everything we know about Black Noir at this point and everything we know about their relationship. Really cool scene, but just completely fucked up all of the buildup they had for Black Noir the entire season.
1: Yeah. Yes, it was very much—that uh that was very much a Game of Thrones moment of, like, subverting your expectations. But <laughs> I didn't feel bad because they kind of were throwing some hints that was what was going to happen. At least—maybe not, not in that episode, but right before that. So it wasn't just like, oh, fuck, we're going to get blindsided. It's not like a, a Red Wedding thing because— you, you, you just you were like, oh, fuck, this is not going to end well. This is not going to go the way we thought it was originally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it that that felt like it especially a, be- a betrayal because and maybe you could speak better to this for having recently binged the show, but I felt like Black Noir was never fully utilized like like he was constantly a mystery. He was constantly like, how much of a threat is this guy? and he was scary by nature. And throughout the entire show, he just didn't really do a lot. We never got a significant payoff for Black Noir, and right when we were about to, they subverted expectations and fucking killed him. Like, they they could have done that scene after a fight with Soldier Boy. Win or lose. They could have done that scene after, and we still would have gotten a decent Black Noir payoff. And I'm, I'm a little upset about it.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was... I, I would say that the that was the whole kind of point with Black Noir is you didn't really know a whole lot about him. Um I still have no idea what the fuck even his superpower was.
0: Yeah, I, he's I, just like he's like Batman. He's just good.
1: Yeah. I and and that's that's kind of why I think they just did he's just he's just been with the seven forever and he's a he's an enigma. That's his thing. That's basically like what his thing is. Maybe it's like he's super quiet. I don't know, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I had no problems with how they used Black Noir throughout the whole thing because he's basically just like the black ops agent for Vought. That that that's what he's been, um, and then when they were trying to give him as they gave him more backstory, I was like, oh okay, that's interesting. I still kind of really don't know why at this point he was such a like lapdog for Vought. I, I don't know. I, I, that, that was never, that I was never able to fully put together, but yeah, other than the just, oh shit, well, that's kind of shitty na- nature of how Blackmore dies. I, I thought his character was, was done pretty well over, over, over all of the show.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, for, 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 yeah, for being a member of the seven, he had a couple scenes where he had the opportunity to shine, but it just felt cheap to me with the writing overall, especially in the last episode, the, the second to last episode, they, they were really like, all right, the boy is going to war. Things are going to happen. And then they just didn't. It felt limp to me. Which like, you know, if you want to shrug and say that's life, then, you know, that, that's your prerogative. I don't think it made for good writing.
1: Yeah, I, it, w- it was definitely a decision. It kind of – it didn't get um, – and we'll talk about once you've finished Stranger Things, we'll definitely touch base on this. It didn't get <laughs> as jumbled as the ending of Stranger Things, but it did seem like they were just kind of jumping around a lot, and I was like, what the – what the fuck is – huh? I mean, like, <laughs> wh- when we get the, the big battle that happens um, – I did think it was weird for Soldier Boy and everyone, really, to just be like, wait, no, I'm actually going to fight you now. Nope, now I'm <laughs> going to kill you now. I, it,
0: it, I yeah, get, the interweaving of motivations during that fight was was hard to keep track of.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I know there was a, that was, like, the point. There was a lot going on, and a lot of people had deep-rooted beliefs and, like, thoughts about certain different characters. But it was just like, okay...
0: Fuck! I, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, okay, tell me, did you feel <laughs> at at the moment that you find out that Soldier Boy is Homelander's father? Did you think we we're just watching a soap opera? No, not
1: really. I was just like, "Ooh, where's this gonna go? This is gonna okay, get." Okay, we're all every they're all fucked. Because I thought Soldier Boy was just gonna go. Nah, I'll, I'll team up with my son and literally just rule the world. And then they were like, no, actually, that is 100% not what we're doing.
0: Because <laughs> that that was kind of what I felt going into the last episode was like, how different is this really from, like, days of our lives?
1: <laughs> well, I felt like at some point we were going to get some sort of drop like that about Homelander's background, other than just being a test dude, baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But... It was in it was kind of weird to incorporate Soldier Boy as the dad, I thought. That was that was a little weird.
0: Speaking of Soldier Boy, uh I think it's pretty clear that he was the fan favorite this season. And Soldier Boy was great. Um, I don't know if this means anything to you, but I didn't realize for a couple episodes that Soldier Boy was played by Jensen Ackles. I think I knew that because I looked it up of who it was that was playing him. And honestly, even after I knew with the beard, I couldn't see it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It Yeah, it's
1: kind of hard to just tell. <laughs> now that you now that you say that, yeah.
0: Huh. Soldier Boy was a lot of fun though. Um, I am mostly okay with how he was neutralized in the show, despite the fact that it also robbed MM of his closure, which, you know. Again, for his arc, that's okay. That could be the point. I think that's fine. Um, But the moment that they showed Soldier Boy going back into stasis, I was kind of like, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh,
1: I know exactly what we're doing here. I thought I had this epiphany today on what I think is going to happen with that. Because did you see CIA lady's face when she was putting him in there? Yeah. She she's using him to make her own version of the little boy that will be bred to kill Homelander.
0: Uh, okay. That's that would, my pr- that would be cool.
1: That is my prediction. Now that is a long play because you know you're gonna make a chi- you'd make a child, but that is my <laughs> prediction, and I could be way off, but that is kind of what I think might happen.
0: Is that actress going to survive long enough to keep playing this character? Oh, I don't think she's that old. She looked like she aged a lot between last season and this season. I might be misremembering. You probably have a better memory than I do, but I feel like she looked really old this season.
1: I don't think. And she I don't was... mean to
0: be down on the woman. I'm not. I'm not trying to say she's too old. I'm not one of those guys. But, but you know,
1: I didn't think it was that bad. I'm gonna try and find. I have no idea. Do you remember what? Oh, yeah. Th- she's not that old, Layla Robbins. How old is she? Uh, I'm trying to.
0: She was born in 59, so she's like 63. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I guess maybe it's just the makeup then. I, I apologize, Layla Robbins. She got really
1: shitty lighting in every scene that she was in. Like, <laughs> it was just dark lighting. So, yeah, from that standpoint, yes, she did look <laughs> older. But uh, <laughs> the lighting, they did not give her favorable lighting at
0: all. Um, but yeah, it just when they put Soldier Boy away again, it felt a little too cyclical, and like we just ended up where we started. Um, I'm not I'm not saying they're not going to do something with them, but granted that I hope this series doesn't last much longer. Uh, I I'm just afraid what it means for pacing. Well, I mean,
1: we're gonna have to get to a point where there's some way to kill any of these soups. Because we're at the point now where it's like, okay, literally nothing could kill Soldier Boy. Like, we still know of literally nothing that could kill Soldier Boy. I doubt Homelander could. Maybe Homelander could. But also, there's just some inconsistencies to me. Like, okay, if, if Soldier Boy just went and snapped Homelander's neck, would he die? If someone had the strength to do that to Soldier Boy, would he die? Like... With what they did with uh, Queen Maeve, like, could you just stab him in the eye? Like, are his eyes not super strong? Could you put C4 up their ass and blow him up like they did in season one? Because, like, honestly, why haven't they tried that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they never do a lot of explaining for the power scale for these guys. And I imagine that's probably by design. Maybe the comics does a better job of it. But, yeah, the waters are real murky on what can actually be done against any of these people. Because Absol- like honestly, I would have been okay if Maeve just died in the end. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I thought that I thought they were gonna actually do that. And then when they were like, oh, she's still here, I was like, oh <laughs> that I, I would have been kinda okay if she she was dead. But also, um, what the fuck is Starlight's actual power? Oh my god, I
0: hated that so much. Like you she gets supercharged with electricity and she can fucking fly. Yeah, and then she just pushed Soldier Boy and collapsed. She was on the ground longer than Soldier Boy was.
1: Yeah, I I didn't really like if if all the extra power did was give her the power to knock him on his ass. Her power sucks.
0: Yeah, why the fuck is she in the seven?
1: Uh, cause she's and, hot. And like, how is she supposed why. to
0: be useful? That that's true. That's a good point. That 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 is kind of the whole message like
1: yeah she got picked because she's hot like dead.
0: you're right about that but but yeah I, I want her because she's
1: also like got the super strength shit where or super strength slash super like durability where she doesn't like she's bulletproof but yeah. uh I don't know I just feel like they they, tr- they want her to be Starfire from Teen Titans but they can't make her <laughs> Starfire because then she's OP as shit she's like stronger than Homelander at that point
0: yeah um this was something that was pointed out to me on the boys subreddit um that maybe you'll remember again since you just binged all of it um in the first episode when they show like uh starlight's audition tape for entering the seven mm-hmm. um she tells whoever's recording her to look away because she doesn't want to blind him
1: oh yeah that's where gonna the where did that window. go <laughs> yeah
0: which, like, I'm not going to make a big stink about it. I'm not going to say that that brings down the whole episode. But just, just as another thing to be a part of, like, she had the big supercharged power-up moment that, like, with the fucking chorus music and Huey doing his thing and being there for support, and then it just ultimately amounted to nothing.
1: Yeah, like, Kind of
0: frustrating. She could have just
1: burned out Soldier Boy's eyes.
0: Yeah, like, like, if they had remembered that, that would have been pretty cool if somebody actually did get blinded. Like, at the very least. Yeah. I'm curious, though, if, like, some of the
1: workaround, and I bet you could do this, is, like, I I bet they could write this in. Is because, yeah, you know, they they recover super fast, and once they lose that, like, they recover, like, normal people. But then, like, even if they get hurt, couldn't they just shoot up Compound V and, like, insta-heal?
0: It does seem that way. I mean I get
1: like why Maeve wouldn't do it because she doesn't want to have powers and doing that would give her powers again. But any of the actual soups, like that's what I didn't understand about A-Train's heart issue is like wouldn't everybody be having that or I don't know. There's just a lot of it that there's some weird in- inconsistencies amongst the superpowers but I think that's kind of the point because they aren't like innate. They're through a drug. Um, so, yeah, there's gonna be complications. Especially with the tent V basically turning your brain into Swiss cheese.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which is a good segue to something I want to point out about Butcher's situation at this point. Um, part of the reason that I hope the series ends soon is because now Butcher has a countdown. He's gonna die at some point. I hope that they don't MacGuffin their way into avoiding him dying. But also... To, to lead into my gripes about the whole thing feeling inconsequential, um, Butcher being on the clock for dying doesn't change literally anything about his character. Like, from a writing standpoint, he was ready to die anyway. Like, I feel like every season ended with him in a situation where he was about to die. He's <laughs> always going to die. He's not going to survive this series. So does it really matter that now we know does it change anything?
1: Um, Probably not, but you know he's killing that kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. Fuck that kid. That kid's a fucking piece of shit.
1: He's going to kill that kid. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I felt like Frenchie kind of got uh screwed this season. <laughs> Like his story Frenchie did have a rough go. His his story arc was kinda like I don't really get it, gonna be completely honest. Like I I get it, but his emotional trauma just didn't seem like that was the payoff he his character deserved. I I felt like you could have had him have a more interesting like
0: path than than where they went. I don't know. I agree. I think Frenchie and Kimiko as a whole, their both of their arcs got a little a little weird this season. I didn't think Kimiko's was that bad. Well, I mean, it it's it's literally one thing with Kimiko, and and it can probably be explained away. I'm not I'm not trying to harp on this big time. But part of her whole thing, much like Maeve, she didn't want her powers. She doesn't like hurting people. She doesn't like being as vicious as she has been in previous seasons. But then in the last episode, when she's trying to protect Frenchie, she fucking mutilates like, frankly, innocent guards with a smile on her face, listening to pop music. Yeah, that was that was weird, which was a cool scene. I'm OK with that. But but again, it's just like really, really inconsistent.
1: Yeah, that that was not. um That was not. That seemed like a little bit out of character, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like her, her getting her powers back, totally fine. Like she doesn't want the powers, but she knows she needs them because she wants to protect her family. That's cool. I got no issue with that. But then she just seemed to take joy in having the powers back immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was that there's, said, there's some weird theme shit going on that said her dancing to maniac and killing those dudes was honestly kind of adorable. <laughs> I was into it. I liked the scene. Um and then yeah, I guess the uh the quote cliffhanger for this season. Um Homelander introducing his son to to a far right MAGA rally and then murdering a protester. That's a lot of fucked up shit and political satire. Oh, dude, the that's one thing I do want to touch on. The amount of
1: like social commentary that this show does is frankly phenomenal. And I think that's might be why it isn't more um popular because if you come from a certain ideology, you could see some of this and go, this is so bullshit. Or I wonder if they even see it, if some people even <laughs> see it. But it is so fucking obvious what they're making fun of and making like correlations to it it's it's crazy how how much they're just like oh yes the, the shit we're seeing every day this is literally it except that they had superpowers and their superpower wasn't you know money.
0: Yeah I I you know from the start, the boys mo has been social satire of some kind. And I know by this point that the show has deviated, I think, pretty far from the comics. But then because of that, I've always appreciated how nimble the social satire has been season to season. Like in, yeah. in a way, it does make the seasons feel a little disconnected because the the vibes on what they're spoofing, like never never really quite connect. Like like there was never a huge manga connection. With Homelander. Like, it was there. It was building. But, like, last season, it was mostly about, like, being a dog whistle for Nazism. And then this season, that got taken care of pretty quickly and just really leaned hard into he is Donald Trump, basically.
1: (laughs) Yes. Also, why are you pronouncing it like it's manga?
0: Whatever, man. MAGA. There
1: you go. Fine.
0: There you go. MAGA, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but, uh, I mean, it's kind of the same thing where they have like the AOC figure. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I feel like she immediately became less of a stand in for AOC this season compared yeah. to last season. And I don't know, I don't know exactly what that means for social satire. I, I'm, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm not prepared to read that deeply into it.
1: I came out as most of even the good politi- the quote, good politicians are probably also equally shitty people. Not all of them, clearly not Every single one of them is like that. At least I like to hope, um, but just that you know. Yeah, they might. There might be some politicians that, on their face, will try to you know say shit. Actually, it could be almost even more of a a satire of fucking Joe Manchin of like just trying to say the right thing all the time, but deep down they're sh- fucking awful human beings.
0: Yeah, but you know, as a whole, still enjoyable. I'm still looking forward to season four when it does happen.
1: Yeah. I did like that. Like the last line is butcher just being like, Oh, she's got to go (laughs) 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 about the, uh, the, the head popper. I can't remember her character name.
0: Yeah. I don't know either, man. I I only remember the hero names in Huey. (laughs) Like, like everyone else has dope names. Like the boys are Huey mother's milk, butcher, Frenchie, I mean, I guess Kimiko's not really that cool, but, you know. I don't remember the management lady of Vought. I don't remember the head popper. I don't remember the dude who was the head of Vought. I don't remember the woman that put Soldier Boy away. N- none of those people matter.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the one that put Soldier Boy, that's Grace Mallory. She She's been involved enough that I feel like probably should know her remember her
0: name <laughs> well i don't but yeah i i don't either and i guess to say they don't matter that's not true but just that you know names are hard victoria newman
1: that's the politician okay i think let me, let me click this person's name yeah yes 100 <laughs> percent. that's her yep
0: mm-hmm. well uh we were for a really long time with the boys
1: yeah um yeah, Anything else we want to touch? I know we wanted to like talk about Stranger Things some, but at this point, we might just wait until next time when we record and just do a deep dive on Stranger Things.
0: Yeah. Um, I I do I want to I want to touch you know first of all I apologize that I'm not as up to date with Hayden on television. Otherwise, <laughs> this is wild. We, definitely, we definitely would be talking about Stranger Things right now. Um, I'm working on it. I watched episode one. Um, I do kind of want to gush about that a little bit. Just to say, you know, just like I said earlier with the boys, I don't really remember watching season two or three of Stranger Things to the point that I was kind of like, do I give a shit? Do I want to watch season four? Should I just look up a recap? Um, but that first episode was fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, dude. The first seven episodes, the first like seven episodes are all like that. Like it's so good. And then the final two came out, and I have different (laughs) thoughts than I feel like a lot of people, but again, we'll get to that.
0: I feel like I didn't remember if they leaned quite so hard into it being the 80s than they did with that first episode. Like, Um, that first episode was basically a spoof of 80s movies. They definitely have in er, the early parts of the
1: last two seasons, because, like, there was the whole, like, uh, you know, movies... Thing with the the Halloween scene where they are all the Ghostbusters and uh, Max is Michael Myers. <laughs> that I think one of them just screams when they see her. They're just like, dude, you okay? That was funny. Uh, they they definitely go way well, like I said, they go way more into the 80s-ness of it in like the first two or three episodes of each season.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, it it might just be that we've never seen them in school before. And that's that's a very different scene to see them in. Um, and it and it lends itself better to probably the 80s movies I'm familiar with. But I just thought it was really cool to see them like, you know, the group is separated a little bit. They're doing their social thing. They're still playing D&D, but there's like a lot of new characters introduced immediately. And like the episode opening with a, a very stilted English letter from Eleven was very cute. And uh, yeah, from start to finish, I was in. And uh and you you told me that like kind of immediately the body horror gets turned up a little bit this season. Oh yeah. And uh yeah, the the big horror payoff scene in the first episode was really fucking cool.
1: Yeah, it's a lot it's way darker. This is probably the darkest season we've gotten. Uh and you know that's my shit. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I see I think you are going to probably be in agreement with me about the ending. Um, oh no. I just have a feeling, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, it, it the season as a whole is very good. Uh, I don't know where I rank it in the seasons because I've only seen each season once and I've seen them all as they came out. So it's been years since I've seen season one and two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do a more deep dive into it. Hopefully next time we record after Chris has hopefully seen it all. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that since you liked the first episode so much, that's the catalyst for you to kind of burn through the rest of it.
0: I hope so too. Uh, I, I am excited to watch it now. I just wish that part two wasn't as long as I know it is. Oh God, dude, the episodes are so okay. <laughs> You're going to
1: get me into bitching about how long the episodes are already, but I will not. I will
0: hold back. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I, I will do my best to get it watched before our next episode that being said you've already told me that there's a potential wrench in the next episode getting recorded so the release schedule might get a little weird in the next month it I'm might get a little to, more frequent i'm going to baston <laughs> yeah you're going to boston and you're not going to want to record when you get back probably um, not which is totally fair so i might record my own episode but then that would mean that we're pushing stranger things off by four weeks because of the the, the fortnightly release schedule so i mean, we, we but, might we might do a special we, episode we, in the middle there
1: we put the we put the anime one out last week this we've had this will be three weeks in a row with an up but we can we can deviate from our <laughs> fortnightness so
0: as long as we got something to say oh i got shit to say about stranger things <laughs> don't worry i don't doubt it <laughs> <laughs> okay well we're gonna go get tacos Fuck yeah, baby. Um, so that's gonna do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed uh just talking about the boys. I hope you watched the boys and you had a you had a good time with the discourse. If you haven't, watch the boys. If you think you won't like the boys, watch Invincible.
1: It's fair. That is, yeah. It's it's very similar, but animated.
0: Otherwise, follow us on Twitter at obsession underscore pod. Tell a friend about the podcast. I've been Please. telling a couple people. We got we got hopefully some new listeners. They listen to at least one episode. I hope they stick around. I told someone about it and then and then things happened and I hope that person
1: doesn't <laughs> listen. I also didn't tell them the name of it so they can't find it. Chris is laughing cuz he knows the deep-seated pain behind these words, but you know, it's funny. I can laugh about it now.
0: <laughs> but rate us 5 stars on Apple Podcasts. Rate us 5 stars on Spotify. And then come back to us in two weeks for a solo episode where, if I'm being honest, I'm probably going to talk about Sonic for 30 minutes.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Our audience would expect nothing less. I hope not at this point. I I hope there's people that have been listening long enough that that they can either, you know, I don't even care, any kind of strong emotional reaction. They they can hate it, and I'll still be happy. Bro, you act like I don't
1: think the same thing about doing an anime recap every (laughs) three months. Actually, I don't even care. They could hate it, love it. I don't give a shit. It's fun for me to do. So if you want to
0: do it, go for it. That's the attitude, brother. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, listeners. Actually, just (laughs) kidding. We love you. We love you. Keep (laughs) listening, please.
0: All right. Goodbye. (laughs)